Welcome to Weird Sisters. I'm Al. And I'm Becca. This is a true crime podcast by two sisters. And while it is true crime, there will be humour and chat throughout it, and we will express our opinions. We'll do our best to be sensitive, given the material, and never intentionally be disrespectful or incorrect about facts. Hopefully you enjoy the episode. Welcome to this week's case. We are recording at Becca's house this week. Yes. Um, she's busy, so we've got to squeeze it I in. I know. <laughs> Martial arts gradings. So. And ignore any crunching sounds you can hear, because I'm eating some cereal currently. <laughs> or any lorry sounds. They're closer to the road than at my house. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I am uh, not as rich and fancy, so <laughs> I have to live in a terraced house. We're not rich. We've got three children. <laughs> you don't have any. Exactly. You've got three children and the big house. Like... <laughs> <laughs> If anything, that makes you richer. No. <laughs> All the money goes on them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this this week, we are doing um, Israel Keys. So, well, I say this week. It's probably going to be this week, next week, and the week yeah. after. Enjoy a full month of Israel Keys. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, yeah, I feel really sorry for you guys. And I feel sorry for us, because we've got to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and you, you've got to listen to me. I had to listen to it. Yeah. yeah. When you, you don't know over, what I'm coming out with, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it it is definitely, like, three episodes. Elle came over <laughs> with this, like, stack. She's got, like, a dissertation <laughs> I in front of her. I looked at it, and I for a second, I was like, is that all just part one? Luckily not. <laughs> no. <laughs> It, it, it is a university dissertation on Israel Keys. Mm-hmm. So enjoy. Yeah. So part one. So obviously, if you know this case, you'll know it starts in Anchorage in Alaska. Ooh, which chilly. is very cold and mm-hmm. like beyond Canada, it turns out. I'm pretty out. sure that there was a um, catfish episode that went to Ella, Anchorage. They, they yeah. may have done with that fish yeah, processing the fish factory. One, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, doesn't, anyway. it doesn't involve Neve, <laughs> no. this case does not. If only it had Max in it. Oh. It'd make it all worthwhile. Unless Max was like Israel Keys, that would not. Oh, yeah. I'd be so disillusioned. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there's this bright teal coffee kiosk that's called Common Grounds, and it sounds amazing. <laughs> a good name. I know, I love the pun <laughs> of the name. Yeah. And it's like kind of like our Starbucks and whatever drives through. Okay. So you can just like they're oh, like yeah, in parking lots and places some like that. Now, we do, we? which uh, yeah, we don't have enough of them. Really, I, well, you would use a Starbucks drive-through. I'd prefer to use like a small independent drive-through. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, but that's never going to happen. Oh <laughs> yeah, we're a small independent coffee shop who are rich enough to have a drive-through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or just like like this, they're like in parking lot, so you can pull up in the parking lot, get out, and mm. go and order your coffee. I'd be happy with that. We yeah. don't have enough parking in this country. <laughs> no, <laughs> really don't. No. So first of February two thousand and twelve. Um, so almost. Oh God, no, that actually is ten years ago. Ten now. years ago, more than ten years ago. Yeah, mm. I was just going to be like, that's almost ten years ago. No, it is over ten yeah. years ago. Is my crunching really loud? By the way, I can't. I've tuned it out, okay. so I think you're fine. Because in my head, it sounds <laughs> really loud, and I feel like one of those obnoxious people at the cinema who just sits <laughs> with like rustling. And <laughs> <laughs> you're almost finished. I'll talk louder. Um, so, eighteen-year-old Samantha Koenig was working at the kiosk on her own that night. Mm-hmm. Now, she'd only been... I didn't realise this. She'd only been working at the coffee kiosk about a month. Oh. So like, no time at all. No time at all. It's like a really new job. Um, her oh. dad, James, he didn't actually want mm. her to get the job. No. Do you know what time it was that she was working? 
feel like turning your notes away because I can't help myself from looking at them. <laughs> um, she was working through till it closed. It should have closed about eight o'clock that night. Oh, okay. So not like late. I no. was thinking like, why would a coffee kiosk be open like into the night? So, so eight, 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 yeah, yeah. Eight o'clock's kind of fair enough, exactly. I guess. Yeah. Um, now, her future plan that she had, she actually wanted to work with animals um, or be a nurse in the, na- a- the Navy. Oh, wow. So, and she had two dogs as well that she adored. So well, it- she loved animals. Going back to it being like eight o'clock in the evening. Mm-hmm. This is in Alaska. Yeah. In February. Yeah, it'd be dark. And freezing cold. Yeah, we get on later like, is to... is she not? The- like, freezing. I think they have heaters in there and stuff. Like, yeah, I guess... As someone who's always cold, I mean, that she's, just, she's not wearing, like, there's CCTV footage that I've watched and that obviously is readily available if people mm-hmm. go and watch it. But she's not wearing a coat or a jumper or anything. She's wearing, like, this lime green, just, like, oh, wow. top. But maybe people who are from Alaska are, like, kind of like the Scottish here and it's, like, they just walk around in kilts and t-shirts when it's, like, snowing. Scotland. <laughs> when we've been to Scotland, it's been warmer in Scotland than when we went to Cornwall a week later. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's just a lie that the Scottish put out to stop people yeah, going, going up to there. Yeah, because it's so beautiful. They're yep. like, no, <laughs> no, it's awful weather. We saw what happened to Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, with Samantha, friends described her as kind, someone who would always make the effort to talk to someone who was making, like, struggling to make friends, and just Aww. like really, just like a lovely lovely friendly person it's always really nice people who get murdered yeah and i think that's because like they don't want to be rude no, do they targets, yeah. yeah like if you're not such a friendly sort of empath- empathetic person mm. you'll be rude or tell you know them to piss off or whatever yeah that's true so yeah. sadly sort of that goes against them sometimes i guess mm. and just yeah, yeah horrible that it gets taken advantage of so, on the 1st of February, so the night that Samantha was working, mm-hmm. uh, she was due to finish work, as I said, about 8 o'clock. And now she was going to be picked up by her boyfriend, Dwayne, because um, mm. they shared, like, this pickup truck. Oh, okay. And he had a job as well, but he was running late that night, mm-hmm. sort of, like, 10 minutes late, I think okay, they say. not much. Not yeah. much late. But, so, he got to common grounds, he pulled up, and, like, all the lights were off when he pulled up there, mm. despite the fact that Samantha should have been waiting for him. So he got out and I looked through the windows, looked to see her, couldn't see her at all in common grounds. So he just like drove home because he lived, he also lived with Samantha and her dad. Oh, okay. So he Aww. sort of shared a house with And them. she was what, 18? She was Did 18 say, yeah. and I think he was a similar sort of age. Aww. So the following morning, James, so Samantha's dad, still mm-hmm. hadn't heard from her. Oh so he then reported her missing, which would have been the 2nd of February to the police around wow. midday. See, oh God. I mean, not at all, like, obviously blaming them or anything. No. But I feel like, I don't know, 18 is still so young. I wouldn't be able to wait till the next day to report my child yeah. missing. That really surprises me. Yeah. It, I suppose you're trying to, at 18, they are, like, technically an adult, aren't they? Yeah, And it's like, I wasn't living at home For them 18, to, like, be at and... work. And then just they're gone and you don't hear from them. But then over here, like a lot of people will be at uni at 18 and they don't sort of have that check in with their parents. Maybe they're just trying to not be too helicoptery. Maybe. I can just see your eyes. You're like, we are never recording here again. I'm like eating, (laughs) putting hand cream on. (laughs) And you're like, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Pay attention to me. (laughs) Um, But no, um, 
also uh, had boyfriend Dwayne he did get a text from her as well oh so, okay so I guess you'd be like well they're clearly yeah. they have gone off to do something yeah. else like, and I'll talk about fine. it a bit later but she did sort of tell him I'm not coming home tell my dad and stuff oh, so okay but we'll, we'll come mm. on to that in a little bit because mm-hmm. you're jumping ahead like you do <laughs> stop jumping ahead <laughs> so um police sort of took his concerns kind of seriously and went to the coffee kiosk and mm-hmm. um, where they spoke to Melanie or Neelus, I think it said. Okay. Um, she was the barrister that sort of opened the coffee kiosk that morning, so the 2nd of February after Samantha had sort mm-hmm. of gone missing. Um, she told police that it was in an unusual state, sort of it, it was clear that no one had cleaned up at the end of the uh, night. Okay. Um, and it looked like Samantha had also left in the middle of making a drink, which wasn't like Samantha at all. Like yeah. she said, she was normally so neat, locked up really well, and was just like a really mm. good employee. Aww. So it sort of, struck her as out of the ordinary but yeah. not out of the ordinary enough that she no called police herself i guess it doesn't look like yeah there's been a maybe you just think oh they've had or... a shit day or yeah yeah <laughs> so um and the p- previous day's takings as well had also they were missing Oh. Um, so it looked like possibly Samantha had just like taken them and, oh wow i mean that's what just, police like, robbed thought, them <laughs> that she'd sort of taken the money and just sort of pissed off basically huh. um there was no alarm had also been set so normally they have an alarm that they set when they leave but that Um, hadn't been set and mm -hmm. samantha's stuff like why would you think she'd just left when samantha's stuff was still like in her cubby locker sort of thing at the back of the kiosk so she hadn't taken like her personal belongings no she was still in like uniform and stuff yeah the hell well they didn't have a uniform so she was just wearing her normal clothes oh okay but um yeah like i guess you'd leave but she obviously like and stuff like that in yeah. Any squeaking in the background is Becca's dogs as well, which is normally why we record at <laughs> <Yeah>. mine. <laughs> you get in the full sort of experience today. Exactly, yeah. I mean, the puppy is being impeccably being behaved. so good. He's just he's... lying on my lap. He's yeah, just being he's adorable. Asleep. It's the older dog who's like, no, I want the attention. <laughs> it's it's, with it's with relief me. for such a horrific case. Yeah. <laughs> just occasionally there's going to be a heartbreaking thing going on and you'll hear squeak, squeak, squeak in yep. the background. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that Samantha had also left a note as well asking the manager if she was going to be working that Saturday. Okay. So it looked like she was planning on so coming back. Why would you think she had fucked off with the money? Because if... the police normally, we see a lot of times, don't we, that they want the easiest solution possible. Yeah, that's true. And they are, a, it's like a small city in Alaska, like stuff doesn't mm. tend to happen there. So I guess. There's yeah. also that, I suppose, playing into it if we're giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, <laughs> um, but they were sort of at least end. They sort of didn't know, I guess, because they didn't have that experience. They didn't know where to go from here. There mm-hmm. were no signs of a struggle. The kiosk had a panic button in it because of these um, girls working on their own. Yeah, that hadn't been pushed. Okay. Um, so they did request the CCTV footage from inside the kiosk, but there wasn't like this urgency or hurry to get it. Wow. Um, and they then decided to focus, which you should do they did decide to obviously question and focus on samantha's dad james and her boyfriend Dwayne. Mm-hmm. which like you know sadly a lot of the time it is people that know you that are going to be the ones that are responsible for if you're missing yeah, so usually, you know yeah. that does make sense that they did that mm-hmm. um james said he'd heard from samantha on the first um she'd rung him up around 6 6 30 p.m 
Okay. And because she wanted him to drop some dinner off at the kiosk <laughs> for her. Oh. So just like, oh. still See, such an 18 year old. Yeah. Just like, I want my dinner, Dad. Yeah. I would have thought that, again, working in like a coffee kiosk, they'd sell like little pastries or maybe like. Yeah, but she probably gets dinner something. for free from her dad, where she'd have I to guess. buy the food at the That's coffee true. kiosk. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, but after sort of that phone call, sadly, he didn't hear from her the rest of the night. Like, so she rang him about 6, 6.30. Yeah. Did he go and drop dinner off for her, do you know? I did have a look. Some sources say that he did. Other sources say okay, that he told so her, no, you can eat I'm, when you get home. <laughs> yeah. Which, but you know, still, typical parent. Yeah, like, that's like an hour and a half just over before, before her, the um, end of her shift yeah which is probably to me as a parent leads more weight to the you've got yeah. an hour and a half left you can eat when you get home oh god yeah like when we were kids <laughs> and we'd be like absolutely dehydrated at the brink of death and mum would just be like oh, no i'm not wasting money on buying you a drink you can have an apple <laughs> no, that's got yeah. water in yeah it. which i was thinking about this the other day sorry tangent I swear this sort of thing has contributed to us all having, like, eating problems. Because think, all of our bodily requirements were, were, like, ignored and also, like, food was pushed on us instead of having, like, a drink. So we kind of grew to associate just, like, eating all the time. Yeah. but And portion sizes that weren't regulated. But that is all totally off on a tangent. So, (laughs) back to... Yeah, I don't think that James told Samantha, just have an apple. No. (laughs) Just have Um, a coffee. Yeah. I mean, that would be me. Yeah, that's what you'd do. I don't eat, I just drink coffee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Now with all your allergies, that's probably better. (laughs) As long as they don't accidentally put soy milk in the coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally just die. Yeah. I've got, I'd struggle to work in a coffee shop now. Yeah. I've had to deal with the soy milk God, yeah. people. That's true. You don't get, like, peanut milk, but you, no, you get, get, like, cashew milk. milk and things like that. Those not some fine with, but soy oh, okay. and peanuts, because they're both legumes. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah. Hmm. Uh, my vegan friend, or luckily not vegan anymore, but, yeah, one of my friends would have, like, those sort of alternate milks. Gemma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, luckily yeah. she doesn't anymore and she can't kill me. Yeah. I mean, she was a really bad <laughs> vegan anyway. Oh, so, <laughs> better off not even trying. Yeah. Um, Just sat at your hen do eating a sausage roll. Like, <laughs> yeah. Proper dirty sausage roll that I sadly cannot have anymore. I know. Because Greg's sausage rolls, I ate one by mistake. Well, not by mistake. I ate one because I really wanted one. And... I tripped and ate it. <laughs> yeah, just fell in my mouth. Um, and the next day I couldn't breathe. And I was just like, why can't I breathe properly? Looked it up, didn't I, on Google. Yeah, mm-hmm. Greg's sausage rolls have got soya in them. No way. I was just like, that is not fair. God. Just like, take all yeah. the nice stuff from my life. It's a good job you aren't like vegetarian or vegan. I'd be screwed. Yeah. I'd like literally, do you want to die via starvation yeah. or soya? You'd have to go back to like when mum was a vegetarian when she was a kid. And it'd be like, oh yeah, here's your vegetables and that's yeah. all you get so. <laughs> i don't even like lentils so you know oh my god <laughs> i would be yeah. awful um but out out of our sort of side side digressing yeah um side gressing side gressing i love that <laughs> word we'll stop side gressing and get back to so james is james's dad ignore that <laughs> samantha's dad james um said that um when he tried to ring her phone as well that night it would just ring and ring and ring till it goes to voicemail uh, okay so obviously like at that point he's getting concerned sure also just as a, another side grass if 
our voices sound weird and oh, a yeah, bit echoey. A bit different. We've moved rooms because my fiance just got home from work. Um, <laughs> so we're now in one of the bedrooms upstairs. Yeah, we're in, yeah, my eldest niece's bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> so um, she doesn't live here, but she's just got her whole bedroom at her aunt's house yeah. as well. And this is not because she's my favourite niece. <laughs> she is. <laughs> I mean, let's ignore that none of the other nieces or my nephew have a bedroom here. Or have even stayed. Or have even stayed, yeah. (laughs) So So that was James. That's sort of what he said. Dwayne said that he and Samantha had been, like, arguing that night Mm -hmm. over text um, because he'd been flirting with other girls, which is scummy. Oh. Yep. Oh, okay. Wow. So they're like, I'll come pick you up from work after I finish flirting with other girls. And they live together and everything. Like, them. They yeah. should be in a serious relationship. I know, but have you seen Teen Mum where there's that guy who's, like, literally cheating on her? And oh. she's in, like, that Christian family, the blonde cheerleading girl. Oh. And they convince her to give it another try with him. Wait, not um, the one who had twins? Maybe, I don't no, know. No, she cheated on Corey. Oh, uh, yeah, not that one then. Um, but yeah, they're like from down south in America. She was oh. a cheerleader and she got the job at the cheerleading oh. gym. And her really scummy partner would just like cheat on her all the time. Mm. The one whose mum died of cancer. I don't know if You've I've not seen watched this that one. one. It was... Was this like a new series or something? I think it's Teen Mum 2 and she replaced one of the other Teen Mums. It's oh, like the later series. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, but scummy like that. That's awful. Yeah. Wow. Like, oh, don't God. don't be in a serious relationship no. with people if you're going to cheat on them. Just leave if you're not happy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ugh. No one would mind if you just leave. So, even I if mean, they do mind, it's yeah. better than you doing that. Yeah, even if... Yeah. Mind is maybe too strong a word. Yeah. Or not strong enough a word, but... That no it's one's better for be... everyone if you just yeah. cut, leave. Yeah, no one's going to be like emotionally fucked up forever if you just say this. Whereas they will do if you cheat yeah. on them. Yeah. Life lesson from us. <laughs> In a very roundabout way. <laughs> yeah. This is why we are not uh, Life therapists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, Dwayne like rung Samantha that night because like... Mm-hmm. It was obviously getting too hard to argue over text and be a decent oh, person. Poor, poor man, um, poor boy, having to deal with the consequences. She said she was busy and that she couldn't talk because she's like literally at her fucking yeah, job. She's at work, yeah. And you and me will be familiar with the reaction like this. Oh, God. He just goes, whatever, and hangs up on oh her. Oh, my God. Like, how dare you have something else in your life yeah. besides just me? Yeah. Even if it's something as ridiculous as a work. job. Yeah, yeah, like work is getting in the way. <laughs> exactly. Fucking hell. Just, oh, not impressed with him. No, okay. Um, he did then, like, go and try and pick her up. And as you say, notice that the kiosk was all dark. Mm. Uh, he didn't try going in because he didn't want to set off the alarm. Which fair I guess enough, fair yeah. enough. But um, he then didn't hear from Samantha. He said until 11.30pm. Uh, Okay, so this is so sad because obviously she had reason to be pissed off with him. Yeah. So this kind of like lends weight to her just not, leaving, like, her going, yeah, rather yeah. than it being her weird. leaving on her own accord or mm. Dwayne doing something to her. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously what the police were thinking. Mm. Um, I think with the title of this episode, we all know that it's probably not Dwayne. No, unless not he's got a middle name. Dwayne which is Israel, Israel Keys. <laughs> Um, but. but no, so he heard from her at 11.30pm, he said, when he got a text message that read, F you, asshole." Like, I'm fully with that sentiment. Yeah. 
Makes sense. I know what you did. Uh-huh. I'm going to spend a couple of days with friends. Need time to think, plan, acting weird, let my dad know. I'm not quite sure what the plan acting weird is. Yeah. Like that bit just strikes me as odd. Plan, maybe. Need time to think, but... plan, acting weird. Like maybe it's, I need time to think and plan. I'm acting weird. Yeah. Let my dad know. Yeah. Maybe. Right, right. It's mm. just not not very clear text message to me, but maybe I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> but then probably wouldn't have been back then. Like it should make sense to me. Ten years ago, I'd have been like what twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Like not that much older than these. Two. No, but then when I talk to some of the students I work <laughs> with who are in college, I I don't know what they're on about. That is true. <laughs> One of my well, my eldest daughter, he thought taking a selfie nowadays apparently is called doing a flashy. What? Yep. Well, that could get really confusing. Couldn't it? No. Oh, but that led to an interesting conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, heart rate rising. <laughs> same, same with, bless her, middle daughter was um, talking to her younger brother. Her younger brother's only just over a year old. Um, and she was she was talking to him about, like, going on a car trip and stuff you need to take. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, let's make sure we've got the tablets in case we get bored. Now... <laughs> My husband, Josh, he had just done like a drug awareness course oh. <laughs> and he came to the kitchen going, I think we need to have a talk with our middle daughter. She just said, get the tablets in case we're bored. <laughs> and I was just like, it's all right. I think she's meaning their, their the tablets iPads, there, like yeah. iPads there. <laughs> just, wow. Uh, <laughs> full on paranoia. Yeah. <laughs> So it's fine. We're we're on it if they ever like get themselves into a yeah. situation like that. Awesome. I know. <laughs> so. I had a fun um, work training session yesterday on like HIV. Oh. And okay. I was not expecting partway through my working day yesterday to have to hear someone say the words anal rimming. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was... Each to their own. I know. <laughs> yeah. Do they what? Do... I suppose because it's in a formal <laughs> setting, I didn't just want to call it rimming. Because if you say yeah. rimming, everyone knows what you mean. Yeah. You don't need to add exactly, the anal yeah. in there. Though I guess maybe if there are some older people, they might not... Or some very naive people. But then they're going to be like, well, what's that? <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, no one needed to ask for clarification. <laughs> but oh. I was glad my camera was off. So. <laughs> just like, oh, wow. That's, yeah, a fun, yeah. fun day at work. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Each to their own, as long as it's not harming anyone exactly. and everyone's a consenting adult. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Use a covering if you have HIV and you're fine. <laughs> so... Guessing more than just cling film. <laughs> I mean, I guess that would work. But... Next, it's quite porous. Is it? Well, it's like you couldn't just use cling film as a condom. I've never <laughs> needed to think about that. <laughs> The, the stuff that we yeah. learn in psychology. Yeah. But then, I mean, back in like the olden days, like medieval, people would use like fish skins and stuff. Yeah, but I don't think I mean, they were necessarily the yeah. best. Yeah, like, there may have been quite a few yeah. accidents. True. <laughs> I was reading, um, you know, the uh, you got that, um, like, this is going to hurt, like, Dr. <laughs> Sorry, anal grimace, <laughs> this is going to hurt. <laughs> He oh, was God. saying he had someone who'd used like a Twix wrapper. What? I know, yeah. Also, Twix wrappers aren't that big, not to be no. offensive. <laughs> True. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, whole packet had caused some like internal distress. I can so, imagine. Yeah, because they're quite sharp on the edges. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> some people, uh, yeah, they just have the urges and can't say no. <laughs> so, you can always say no. <laughs> yes, please say no. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, yeah. We... Back, back on topic. Nobody maybe. listening to this episode expected it to go here. Nope. So... <laughs> just like you at work. <laughs> oh, so oh. Dwayne went to sleep by himself <laughs> after getting that text message. No Twix wrappers. No Twix wrappers. <laughs> No funny business with her no. dad. No anal ruin. <laughs> oh, just but, trying to avoid the inevitable of the fact this is a really, really sad case. So, yeah, you've got to have some yeah. humour throughout it. Not trying to be glib, but just... I know the case as well. and it's You just, have to yeah. have a laugh, laugh outside of the bad bits. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Dwayne then woke up at 3am. Like, this bit really made police suspicious okay. of him. He woke up at 3am. I said that in a really weird way. Yeah, I was going to say, I wake up at 3 all the time. I was up at 2 this morning. And... You weirdo. I don't like to be. <laughs> um, and he said that he just like had this urge, this need oh. to go outside. What? So he, okay. he said he went out the front door and he saw a man in a mask going to his and Samantha's truck. Like the man just stopped and stared at Dwayne okay. for several minutes before closing the truck door and walking away. Like I shouldn't laugh because like when we get further on, you know how yeah. significant this is. Mm-hmm. But just how he told the police that with a straight face, because like obviously they're going to be thinking, "You what, mate?" Yeah, like you are lying. <laughs> I know. Like you just wake up at three and like I want to go outside. I just I don't know why. Like, not to smoke a cigarette or anything like that. No, I, I don't know why. I just, just need to go outside. Literally just stepped outside to go outside. Yeah. And then, did he not chase the guy? Or, I mean, I, I guess mean, maybe not chase I wouldn't. Them, but, like, call the police there and then or, like, he did. At he them, did or? go back in to get help, but oh. he didn't call the police. So huh. I don't know. Maybe he was going to wake Samantha's dad or something. Yeah, maybe. But then the guy ran away. So he just, I guess, I thought, oh, well. Call he the was police. just trying to burgle the truck. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I would do as well. Mm. Just like, oh. And, like, later on, like, you know, when police catch Israel Keys, he's quite an athletic big guy. Oh, okay, he's quite big. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, the name, and I know this is ridiculous, <laughs> but the name, to me, doesn't sound like he'd be very big. I imagine someone who's quite, like, wiry and no. skinny. Oh. No. I've not paid attention to <laughs> listening to this <laughs> case know. before. <laughs> no, he, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get on to mm. it. So... As I said, police thought Samantha would either run away or now they were starting to think, uh, could it be the boyfriend? Um, so they started, like, surveillance on um, Dwayne and James. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one incident that made them concerned again where James refused to let police inside his home. He, like, shut the door and went out to speak to them out the front. But, like, if I was getting the impression that I'm looking for my daughter and they're focusing on me when I know it's not me, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't want them nosing through my house as well. Yeah, that's true. No, I think he was a bit distrustful at that yeah. point. The whole kind of, oh, if you're innocent, you've got nothing to fear, doesn't apply no. with the police. It's it like really when doesn't. people go, oh, if you're innocent, why do you need a lawyer? You <laughs> should always get a lawyer. Yeah, definitely. Like... That's the thing. People get looked at weirdly as like, oh, they've got something to hide. Yeah. If they instantly lawyer up, it's like, no, because you, you want to make sure you don't incriminate yourself by exactly. accident. Or like, yeah. Um, so, uh, the police... Um, obviously weren't too worried but um, a FBI special agent he wasn't working on the case but he'd sort of been clued into it by a police officer at the Anchorage okay. Police Department and his gut feeling straight away was just like 
no, I don't think she's just left on her own yeah. at all. <laughs> I um, think he's going to have seen things like this far more than yeah. any of those police have. His view was that, um, like, on the night of the first, as you said, it was snowy. It was minus mm-hmm. one degrees at oh, that wow. point. Um, she didn't have her pickup truck. Um, Dwayne had got it, mm-hmm. and she wasn't dressed for the weather oh either. God. And like, she'd left stuff at the kiosk. Yeah. Wow. And yes, yeah. So it snowed, and it was just like big snow drifts and Jeez. minus one. You don't oh just wander God. off like no. that. Fucking hell. Um, and then, so this was FBI Special Agent Payne. Which I love the Bring name. the pain. That's literally what I said to Justin as researching this case. Was just like, if you were working with him, you'd have to say, we need to bring the pain. Exactly. Oh my God. I love it. Like, what else could you do with yeah. your life like, yeah. with a name like that? Oh, he should become a wrestler. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but yeah, so he talked to the police department um, and... On the morning of the 2nd, so when Samantha had been reported missing, mm-hmm. like, when the police went there, they didn't corner, like, cordon off the coffee kiosk at all. What? It remained open Hang on, and so serving people, coffee. Hang on, so people were, like, working there yeah. in a crime scene, serving people coffee yeah, from a crime scene. because they didn't believe it was a crime scene. What the... So they let it stay open and carry on oh serving coffee. Oh, my God. And Payne was just like, this is just wrong. Yeah. Right, as you would be. Also, like, after all of this, not to give any spoilers... But, like, the people who then were, like, working in it after that must have felt so weird thinking we were just, like, working where our colleague yeah. was kidnapped. Like, it would be so eerie. Mm. Um, so, sort of, at that point, there wasn't a lot that they were doing. They were waiting for the CCTV to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, when they did get it back, they sort of got back in contact with uh, FBI Special Agent Payne again. <laughs> I just love saying it. Yeah. Because um, they wanted to bring Payne <laughs> into the case and to look at the CCTV and get his view on yeah. it. Um, so I actually watched this myself as well um. Um, and sort of to see what was happening. Mm. So the CCTV footage, it shows Samantha on camera. Now, this is just before 8pm, so just before she's sort of due to finish okay. up. Oh, well, so, oh, that's even more heartbreaking because mm-hmm. she was so nearly gone then. She would have locked up and... Yeah, well, mm. later on we find out that Israel Keys specifically targeted Common Grounds. Not oh. her, but Common Grounds because it was one of the coffee kiosks that stayed open later. Oh, and had loan workers. Yeah. All, all the coffee kiosks tended to be ru- like staffed by young women in them, mm. working on their own. Um, oh. Which is why they've got the panic buttons installed, yeah, but, but obviously, obviously it's not foolproof. Like yeah. no. oh. So it shows her, as I said, just before eight and um, on the camera. She's wearing this lime green top, which her dad said was her favourite colour. Um, she's just like happy and relaxed. She starts making coffee for someone that you can see at the hatch. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two cameras in it and they've both got different angles. So one's sort of straight down the inside of the coffee mm-hmm. kiosk and the other sort of sideways on um okay but to the side of the hatch you can't actually see through the hatch oh so you can't that seems a really silly design yeah so (laughs) two minutes and six seconds into the footage samantha like puts her hands up you know like if someone's pointing a gun at you Mm -hmm. or something like that so she puts her hands up like that and goes and turns out the lights in the kiosk oh she then goes back to the hatch with her hands still up and is just like appearing to be talking to someone yeah 
Where um, was the panic button situated, do you know? Like, is it something she couldn't have pressed without them knowing then? No, she could have pressed it. It's, like, not obviously in sight. It's, I think, low down, like, under the yeah. counter. But she walks the whole length of the kiosk a few times. Oh. So, but... Keys later when they interview him, we will come to it in another episode. He explains why okay, she sure. doesn't. Oh. Um. So you can see movement while Samantha's talking to whoever's outside the hatch. Um. It's almost like an arm or a gun is coming part way through the hatch, but not far. Mm-hmm. So then, three minutes. 30-ish, Samantha suddenly, like, really quickly moves away from the hatch and goes down the other end of the kiosk again. Mm-hmm. Um, she's out of shot for a bit, and then sort of 10 seconds or so later, she goes to the cash register and sort of empties it. Okay. Um, she then sort of appears to kneel down, like, puts her hands behind her head oh. still, and she stays this way, um, and, like, for a long time, nothing else happens apart from, like, the really eerie, shadowy movement through the hatch and for, like, the next three minutes. Three? That's a long time. Like, it doesn't sound like very long. No. But, but at the same time, when you think of just, like, nothing happening. Yeah. Three minutes. That's... And I think she's just, like, at that point, just, like, going along with it because she thinks mm. that it's being robbed. Yeah. Um. So it's not until seven minutes 40-ish that... Like, literally, the oh, it's awful. The person that's outside the kiosk, like, mm-hmm. if you watch it, it sends chills mm. everywhere. He suddenly climbs through the kiosk Ugh. hatch. Yeah. I've never watched the footage. Really? I don't think I want to. It's really chilling. Oh, it's the just fuck? the creepiest thing ever. He just suddenly comes through the hatch. Mm. Oh, um, it looks like he's a guy, like a tall guy, wearing a hoodie. Mm-hmm. And he, he goes over to Samantha and it looks like he's like tying her hands behind her back or something. Mm-hmm. But that goes on for minutes again. Oh, wow. Maybe he just was really bad at knots. Maybe. <laughs> like... Well, he uses cable ties, so oh. he shouldn't be that bad no. at them. How do you fuck up a cable exactly. tie? <laughs> um, so then nine minutes, 20, he stands up. And he, like, stands Samantha up. Yeah. And they walk out of shot and out of the kiosk. Oh, God. And you said that this started just before eight. Just before eight. So if her boyfriend had been on time, mm-hmm. you think he would have got there whilst that was happening? Yeah. If like, he hadn't been running late. Yeah. Oh. It yeah. always seems to be these, like, cases seem to end up with it being like, oh, it happened because this un... un like, what am I trying to say? This, like... Out of, the, yeah, out of yeah. the ordinary circumstance happened. Like, somebody was just running a little bit late for the first time. Or, yeah. Like, it's always just, yeah, it seems such a bad coincidence. coincidence. Yeah. Like, mm. fa- just like this awful fate. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. Mm. Um, so police... Um, and, like, they had no other customers come up either. No, and I think that's because, obviously, oh, yeah, it should have been closing. One and it's minus freezing one out, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. um, so police just were... They watched that and they're just like, well, what the fuck do we do now? Like, We've been how do fucking we... morons. One, they've been fucking yeah. morons. And two, how the fuck do we go on from here? Yeah. Like, we they're, they're not in <clears> any better situation apart from now knowing, okay, she's left. Yeah. They still <clears> weren't sure that she'd left on... Like, not on her own accord. Oh, they still yeah. thought she may have left with him. Right, yeah, because that was all definitely just, like, a chat-up line. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Okay. So... What the fuck? Yep. They just were like, well, Samantha left the kiosk with a guy at some point, but we, we don't know that she went against her will. Right. Yeah. I have not... I know. <laughs> just like... But obviously, Agent Payne was just like, I really think that that yeah. is not normal. I am in fucking pain right now. Like, yeah. What the... F- How... Idiotic. I know. You have to be. Yeah. Like, oh well, we don't definitely know that they were kidnapped, kidnapped. by this person, even who though it looked them like they were and... fucking kidnapped. Yeah. But they thought, well, maybe she was staging it to look like a kidnapping so that she could take the takings and go. There can't have been that much money where you'd say that's worth it. You really can't, can no. you? It's a Sorry. fucking coffee kiosk. Yep. There's going to be at most like maybe a couple of hundred. Dollars? Exactly. I like, think that's what they expected to be in there from the sources I read was like a couple of hundred. Yeah. Not Not enough to bother with that elaborate plan. So at this point, Samantha's dad, James, learns out the CCT footage. And Mm -hmm. like he's obviously like, well, I told you it wasn't me. Yeah. Um, And then on the 11th of February, so 10 days after she'd gone missing, he held a candlelit vigil for Samantha and he wore a lime green top and he held their six-year-old pit bull called Sheba. Oh my God, they had a little dog. Yeah. Mm. So hundreds of people attended it, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and like a reward was offered for her safe return. It was about forty thousand dollars. Oh wow! So like obviously, but a ten lot. days on. Ten days. I mean, would you really be thinking that they are alive and are going to come back? Exactly. I wouldn't. No, I know that if you're in that situation and it's one of your loved ones, you're gonna. I think the fact that they took her alive obviously Mm. leads people to be a bit more hopeful. Maybe that you know. But then you'd still think, well, it's been ten days. If they wanted a ransom, where is it? Exactly. So. I think James as well was getting like at that point. It's been ten days. He's getting really annoyed at the lack of like any direction or where the the police doing anything for it so he actually sets up his own tip line he sets up a volunteer site next to common grounds for people to come and talk to them he has a giant poster of samantha made with kidnapped written on Mm -hmm. it and put up near the kiosk yeah this fucking happened yeah (laughs) um and bless him he asked skiers to please keep a lookout for samantha or any clues um about where she was while they were skiing the trails wow Go James, though. But yeah, wow. like, so Payne actually said in one of his interviews, he was just like, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm paraphrasing here, but it's just like, it's ridiculous. In those 10 days, James had done more to try and find his daughter mm-hmm. than the police had done. Yeah. God. Like, yeah. So he was obviously desperate to find Samantha. He, like, went on TV um, and just tried to constantly keep the attention and the focus on her so she didn't get just forgotten mm-hmm. um, with the time going on. There's one just, like, awful interview where he just, like, literally asks um, the kidnapper to be taken instead of Samantha. Oh, what, what for them to take him yeah. instead? Oh. So, with all yeah. of that, though, just weeks pass. Um, wow. With just no sign, no news mm-hmm. about and what's happened to Samantha. And people are very quick to like, forget stuff where yeah. there are no, no yeah. leads at all. Um, and then the 24th of February, so that's what, 23 days. days, so over three weeks since her mm-hmm. disappearance, Dwayne receives a text message just before 8pm from Samantha's phone. Okay. And it reads, Connor Park, sign under pick of Albert, ain't she purdy? 
Ew. Yep. That's just... And so you know that that's obviously not Samantha at that point. Yep. That would just send chills. Chills, yeah. Yeah. Knowing that somebody else has her phone and... Has sent that. Yeah. Really creepy, inappropriate message as well. Just like, oh. It's horrible. So Dwayne and James let the police know about the text and they race off to Connor Park. Um, which is in Anchorage. It's not far from the kiosk. Uh, okay. The way they've said, like, purdy. Purdy. They've, like, misspelt it and used, like, a weird way of saying it. That, yeah. like, just feels like mocking them yep. to me. Like, um, Now, Dwayne and James actually beat the police to the park as well. The fucking like, police! What were I they know. doing? Just like, I was like, <laughs> getting some coffee on oh the way. My... Yeah. <laughs> it's oh cold. God. Um, so... Don't uh, go to Anchorage and have anything happen to you. Nope. Like, Jesus. Unless Detective Payne's there. Yeah. <laughs> so, with Connor Park, as you enter the park, there's mm-hmm. this, like, notice board as you go in. Like, obviously, like, we have that a lot over okay, here with yeah, like, parks and stuff. Yeah. Such and such. Here's what you can do here. Um, and on that on that notice board, um, there was a poster for a dog called Albert. I always thought it was a missing poster for a dog. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, they're mocking them with that. Yeah. But I think with how calculated and planned we know Israel Keys is later. Yeah. I think he's mocking them in a very different way because oh, right. the poster for the dog is actually a memorial poster for oh. a dog. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Oh. But the dog was a golden doodle. Oh, just like oh my god, I bet they were dog. amazing. But yeah, so I always thought it was just like, oh, isn't it funny? It's a missing poster for Samantha yeah. that they think is missing. Mm-hmm. And then obviously no, it's a it's memorial so it's poster. Sort of basically which telling is, them she's dead. Yeah, well, I but think in his know, own yeah. way he is doing that and getting the thrill of the fact that they don't Yeah, they don't that. understand the clue that he's so cleverly put yeah, together. Yeah, he's vile. <sighs> so... Um, under the poster, there's a clear Ziploc bag which has a ransom note in it, plus some Polaroids of Samantha. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Polaroid, Samantha's wearing makeup and her hair's been plaited, which okay. is very different. Like her hair was loose when okay. she went missing, mm-hmm. and all her friends and family say she would never plait her hair. Oh. Um, and one of the photos showed Samantha with duct tape over her mouth. Mm. Her head was like being held up by someone's hand. Okay. And there's a copy of the local newspaper in the frame, which is dated from the 13th of February, which is 11 days before the ransom photo. That's a fair, fair So if you're before. using it as proof of life, yeah. that's still 13 days ago. Maybe he, like the police, was just a bit slow. <laughs> like, Later on, he says that he just grabbed an old copy from a dumpster. Oh, oh wow. Right. He just put he that little fucking gave, care yeah, into it. He gave that little of a shit. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So, the ransom note contained a request for $30,000 okay. to be put in Samantha's bank account. But that's less than the reward that was yeah. already being offered for her. Yeah. Which again is makes police go, huh? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's just like a. Why would you ask number. for less? Yeah. Um, and the kidnapper stated that they'd be leaving the area. Okay. That they're planning on using Samantha's card when they did leave the area. Right. And that if that demand and other demands, which I couldn't find out what the other demands were, oh. but if other demands were met, then Samantha would be freed in. Right. Wait for it. Six months. Six months. Six months. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think people are going to believe that. Six months. Please tell me no one believes that. <laughs> they they thought that they... they 
e- even a slim chance they had to try. Mm, I guess. Six fucking months. Six fucking months. Right. Yep. So, the knights also described how Samantha almost escaped her kidnapper twice. Oh. Once they said on Tudor Road in Anchorage, mm-hmm. which is the road that the kiosk is on. Oh. Do you reckon that these were true? One of them definitely is. Oh. Um, the second time, in the desert. Right, like, okay, that desert? sounds less... She never leaves Anchorage. It's Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> No. I guess it's sort of near Snow the Arctic. <laughs> That's a desert, technically. So, yeah, it's just her. I've got a big question mark mm. there. What desert? Yeah. <laughs> but then, when I was at uni, uh, I, was, I went to uni in Cambridge. Yeah. Pretty landlocked, I'm assuming you would agree. Yes. I was looking for a flat to rent, and I found one that, in it, its like description, it said it boasted like ocean views. And I was but, like, what the, the fuck? There's no ocean views no, in Cambridge. we don't have an ocean no. In the UK, do we? Well, you've got... It's all, like, seas anyway, isn't it? No, like, if you go to the west... Yeah. That's the Atlantic Ocean, oh, isn't it? Okay. Over to America. And oh, the islands right. sitting oh, there yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Duh. I don't know what the other way is. It's just no. the channel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we've got, like, the North Sea and stuff like that. But Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. But, but no. So, yeah, the, we do. Like, but nowhere near Cambridge. Ocean be? <laughs> yeah. Lovely ocean. So maybe... Maybe they've put got... a picture on the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he got confused. Maybe. But, oh, do you think he said six months in the hopes that they would just fall for it and then he'd have six months to play with before they wondered where Samantha was I don't know I don't know what he was doing at that point he did say that he was trying to make it look like she'd been like with the desert escape and stuff like that um sort of taken down south to be sold like as a sex slave and stuff oh okay but again how are you going to get back in six months then yeah like he's I don't know (laughs) it doesn't make sense no he he starts completely going against sort of everything he's done before with Samantha's case. Hmm. And is it's really uh, I think that's pretty good really if I ask that. Don't ask that yeah. then. <laughs> so anyway, before Becca ruins that. I was gonna say like is this his last kill, but let's just not go there because I don't know and I don't want to spoil anything. Mm. That's debatable. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. It is debatable. Okay. Huh. So <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on from moving that. Moving on. <laughs> so, we'll come back to it. Yeah. Um, the appearance of the ransom note makes like the police and that suddenly realise, oh, it is a kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Like They finally yeah. switch gears into it being a this kidnapping. This is when they finally decide it's a kidnapping. Yeah, but this also means that the FBI now take over. Thank God. Yay. From people who can actually do their jobs. Because obviously kidnapping is like a federal offence, I think. Yeah. Like, I'm not quite sure how it works in America, but yeah, I think yeah, a federal offence gets the FBI involved. Yeah can cross state borders yeah and everything like that something you can get like the death penalty for as well isn't it potentially i don't know can you i think so. aggravated kidnapping yeah. i think you can yeah. yeah um and so the fbi sent the ransom note off to be forensically studied like see did it come from a computer did it come from a typewriter uh, okay. are there fingerprints on it blah 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 mm-hmm. blah um <laughs> and the there'd already been like traces put on Samantha, James, and Dwayne's phones. Ah, okay, sure. Um, because obviously they, at this point, were still suspecting that it could be her father or boyfriend. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> um, and the FBI actually arranged with Samantha's bank mm-hmm. to 
like put a trace on Samantha's debit yeah. card so any time it was used <clears throat> the FBI would be oh, alerted. Cool. Wait, if there was a trace on her phone though, they got that text. So did that they not did. did they not trace that? That is a very good question. I don't believe that they did, apart from being able to see the messages that were sent and stuff. Oh, okay. Maybe that it was used and so uh, They didn't trace down, like, the location. Which seems really no. fucking stupid. Yeah. but Unless they did, and because it was used in Anchorage and it didn't uh, give them a lot yeah. to go on. But, I mean, with this police force, they probably didn't even fucking exactly. try. <laughs> so. um, but the FBI, like, they were convinced that the debit card would be used again if there was money put in mm-hmm. the account. Yeah. Um, uh, because on the night of Samantha when she went missing, mm. um, it had been tried like a balance inquiry was done at an ATM. Uh, okay. And obviously she had, I think it was something crazy, like she had pen or cents <laughs> in her account. Oh, wow. Like Proper like 18-year-old. <laughs> yeah. So they, they were like, well, if money's put in, I'm sure it'll be used. Mm-hmm. Um, and the... FBI then spoke to James um, and they recommended don't deposit the full 30,000 mm-hmm. in. Um, but if you deposit in s- some of the money, mm-hmm. they were hoping that the kidnapper would either use the card because now yeah. there's money in there or would make contact again, just like being frustrated that mm-hmm. the full amount hasn't been put in. Yeah. How would he know that they were putting the money in the account? Because he's got the debit card. Yeah, but it I'm doesn't tell you unless you checking. use it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair so, enough then. On the 29th of February, so five days after the ransom night, mm-hmm. um, James, had, he'd spent all that time sort of considering it and he was worried it was just a hoax to get money and mm-hmm. so on. Um, but he told the police and the FBI that, okay, he'd put $5,000 in. Yeah. So four hours later, there was an attempted withdrawal Ooh. at an ATM in Anchorage. Um, the withdrawal was unsuccessful because it was for $600. And the daily limit's 500. But wow. at that point, because like with your point of how would the kidnapper know that money was put mm-hmm. in, the Anchorage police had the same question and they started thinking that it was James again. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yep. What the fuck? The FBI didn't. Good. So, yeah. Oh my God. So they, they kept on watching it. Two hours later, there was a withdrawal at a second ATM, still in Anchorage, okay. and this one was for $500. Why the fuck did? Because obviously we know it's his real keys. Yeah. Why the fuck did he stay in Anchorage? Because he lives there. But this Don't is... worry, my question later on is with, uh, we'll get to it later on, but obviously he's been very clever about sort of what he's done previously mm. and it not being able to be yeah. linked to him. Why the fuck with Samantha has he decided to kill in his own backyard? Yeah, I was going to say, why then do it here? Yeah, like this seems yeah. really... For somebody who's obviously, I'm guessing we're going to find out goes on to be a very uh, seasoned killer. Like, why be this thick? Yeah. After, like, normally people get better progressively with their kills, not there, there suddenly. Are, there are quite a few notes throughout this which literally say, why the fuck has he done this now? Yeah. After so. presumably managing to not so many other times. Yeah. Oh. So, he he makes that $500 withdrawal, and that was just before midnight. Okay. So then just after midnight, mm-hmm. he makes another $500 oh, okay, withdrawal it's because the it's day, the next yeah. day. Uh, so the FBI requests CCT footage from the ATM. Mm-hmm. It then takes two days for them to receive it. Really? In 2012? Yeah. Wow. 
And once they have got it, though, they send it off to one of their head offices in Quantico. Oh, okay, yeah. To be analysed. Okay, yeah. So, now one of the analysts, though, is amazing. He was called Chris Iber. Mm -hmm. And he stayed up all through the night when he got the CCT footage just to get it turned around as quickly as possible. That's the thing with a job like that. Sorry, yawning there. With a job like that is, like, you're going to have... You're never going to have a healthy work-life balance. No. Because when there are cases, you know that the time you Seconds put into it... Seconds can make is, a difference. Yeah. So, like, how would you be able to think, actually, I'm just going to go home and watch TV How would you evening? switch off? Yeah. I would not be able to stop thinking about no. it. Or think, feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. You'd never be able to just think, oh, I'll just go out for the day or go play with the kids. No. Or, because you'd be thinking, but there's that case that I could solve. Like I have anxiety, as you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I struggle like to not do anything as it is. Yeah. Like I don't know how to relax. I always have to be doing mm-hmm. something. Same. Hence yeah. like starting a podcast with a full time job and three children yep. and everything else I'm doing. Whenever I like I'm most of the time knackered and I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing this and then this and then this. <laughs> so then like when I on the rare, rare <laughs> occasion I have like a free day I'll end up filling it with stuff because I'm like, oh, but I can't do nothing. And then it gets to the end of the day and I'm there just like exhausted, feeling awful. And I'm like, why didn't I just not? (laughs) Josh tells me to like, just go and relax. Like you're anxious or stressed. Just go and relax. And I'm just like, but how do you do that? Yeah. Like, how do you actually relax? And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not saying it to be silly. Like literally, how, how do you do it? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, what? But you can't just switch your brain off. If, if I'm sitting there doing nothing, then it's just like all the little anxiety yeah, voices in they my go head round start. and round. Yeah. Yep. The only way to shut them up is to be busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, Chris Iber, like amazing. Um, like such big kudos to him. Yeah, like, oh, he's him. amazing. Um, and he reported back in the morning when he's probably like falling asleep. Mm-hmm. That in the footage the man that they could see was had an athletic build despite the bulky clothes he wore to try and disguise it okay oh so he had deliberately dressed to like change his body shape yep um and he was wearing a hoodie and the hoodie that he had on seemed to have the word corpse written on it like oh yeah i think that's how you say it like the in military cause is it cause or corpse um, I actually don't know. I always wonder with that word. But okay, so I think it's C-O-R- corpse. C-O-R-P-S, not like a corpse. Yeah, C-O-R-P-S. Okay. I think it's corpse. Corpse. Yeah. Either yeah. one of those. The Marine, or is it it's corps? the Marine, you have like the Marine Corps. The Marine Corps. It must be cause. Yeah. Okay, we sound really stupid, but <laughs> it's not a word we tend to have over Molly here. is going to be there just like, fucking hell, guys. I know. Like... You should have asked me. I'm in the fucking military. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so... That indicated to this FBI analyzer that the guy in the CCTV was either a Marine or had been a Marine. Oh. Um, he also wore white trainers mm-hmm. and a ski mask, uh, which is creepy ugh. as fuck. Don't like yeah. masks. Nope. <laughs> so around this time as well, the FBI got hold of the CCTV from a shop just across from um, Common Grounds. Okay. The oh, coffee kiosk. Awesome. The police, you're going to hate this. <laughs> I, it infuriates me as well. The police hadn't requested it at the start of the investigation. Of course they hadn't. No. Nope. Why would they do that? It could only do, like, crack the case exactly. wide open. Show them the assailant. <laughs> it wasn't until... Right, Samantha went missing on the 1st of February. Uh-huh. It wasn't until the 20th of February that it was requested. Right. Now, how quickly 
the CCTV footage normally get written over. They are fucking lucky it was still there. It was still there. Oh, wow. I wasn't expecting that. No, they managed to get it, but literally through a miracle. Yeah. Most places loop through in like within a week or something. Exactly. Like Like, some of them go after 24 hours. Oh my God. Thank God that somehow they were able to get that footage. Mm Mm-hmm. Just oh, mind boggles. So, with the footage that they did get, it showed a white Chevrolet pull into the car park near okay. um, Common Ground at seven forty-five p.m. Okay, so right near yeah, when before, they were leaving. Yeah. Um, it didn't have any license plates. Uh huh. Like, I'm sorry again. This was one of my huh, what the fuck moments. Yeah. Like, obviously, you don't want them to be, be picked yours. up on CCTV. Yeah. Yeah. But. It must just be because he knows what the police in Anchorage are like. Mm. Because surely you'd stop a fucking car for not having license plates. Yeah, you'd think. If you're trying to be inconspicuous. Yeah, they just switch them out for different license yeah. plates. That's what I was would assume you'd do. I know. <laughs> oh my god. So oh. So yeah, the um Chevrolet didn't have any license plates. Mm-hmm. So it sits there for about ten minutes until about five to eight. Okay, which makes sense. Yeah. The guy who gets out goes and walks towards common grounds and then 20 minutes later as we know he walks back into shot uh-huh. um, and he's got his arms around samantha's shoulders what a surprise oh clearly because she was leaving so uh happily he's giving her a cuddle isn't yeah. he oh, what a friendly man so this next bit the police finally changed their fucking opinion because about bloody time oh no (laughs) the man and samantha start crossing the road and Uh as they're starting to cross the road samantha makes a break for it and tries to run so that's where she nearly got away yeah so that's the bit in the ransom note that he's telling the truth about oh Uh, it was obvious as well on cctv that her wrists were tied behind her back oh god well you're not going to be able to run very easily like no just if she fall over it's gut-wrenching to watch she she doesn't she doesn't fall over because Mm. of her the man on CCTV footage tackles her, oh. gets her back under control somehow. He's like whispering something in her ear, mm. and they walk over that to his just, car. Gives me shivers. Another gut wrenching <sighs> point is when they get to the car. There's people standing no. at the car next to them. What the fuck? Would she not shout? That, or, he like, said he something have, yeah. in her ear to stop her from Maybe making if she a, fuss. He had a gun or something. Yeah. But he did have gonna, a gun. Oh, he and, did actually have yeah. one. And then it was, yeah, it's like, I'll kill them anyway. Exactly. Or... So oh she God. just waits for them to leave. And then... Did they not... I guess it's it's dark, obviously. Yeah. But, like, you'd, I'd have just thought you'd notice someone's got their arms tied behind their back and has just tried to run off. You'd but... think, wouldn't you? But sadly, they don't. Yeah. So they leave and Samantha gets put in the passenger seat by this man um, then he gets in himself and they drive off. Oh, that's horrible. That makes me feel kind of sick. Yeah, it's oh. awful. And you just think, if you'd got that the day that she went missing, the day after she went missing, yeah. that would have changed your whole investigating yeah. strategy. they would have been doing something for the exactly. last three weeks. But, so, despite knowing that, obviously, she didn't leave on her own now, mm-hmm. um, things just slowed down again. And it wasn't until the 7th of March... So that's like a what week later fuck? again mm-hmm. that the bank card was used again. Okay. This time it's an ATM in Wilcox, Arizona. That's, I looked it up, that's 3,760-ish miles from Anchorage. Ooh. It's a 64-hour drive oh. if you don't stop. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. 
It's like four days. Yeah, like it's a Jesus. long bloody way. So the FBI down in Phoenix, they had an office obviously in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. They were called and they sent out agents to the ATM. Mm-hmm. They, unlike the police in Anchorage, they cornered, they, they cordoned it off to collect any forensics that they could from that ATM. Mm-hmm. Um, they requested the CTTV straight away, as you as would, you would yeah. expect. Yeah. Um, but like with the previous CCTV footage, they're told it would take at least a day to be available. Mm. Um, they did manage <clears> to get some stills, though, from the ATM, like some pictures of the okay. guy who was using it. Cool. Um, so the guys down in Phoenix sent it up to the FBI guys in Anchorage. <laughs> <laughs> and they believe they showed the same guy as the suspect from their CCTV footage. Mm-hmm. So an alert in Phoenix was put out just a few hours later. Um like all around Phoenix, New Mexico, mm-hmm. that sort of area, Texas and so on. Um, yeah. And um, the the debit card again was picked up in New Mexico being used again, which is another five or six hours drive away okay. from uh, Wilcox, Arizona. So yeah. it's getting further and further away. But it was a few hours later, so they believe that the suspect had driven straight there from Phoenix. Uh-huh. So, like, the FBI at this point was so frustrated because even though they sent out people straight away, they said they felt like they were getting there literally minutes oh after God. the guy had been at the ATM. Ah. They just were just too slow to catch mm-hmm. him. Um, now, the next ATM activity came on the 8th of March in Shepherd, Texas. So, he's staying around, like, Texas area. And then 10th of March in Humble, Texas. Okay. So with that, if you look at it on a map, which obviously the FBI did because yeah, they're, they're the FBI. good investigators, <laughs> um, they could see a pattern that this person, that obviously we know is Keys, was mm-hmm. heading east at this point, like mm-hmm. through the States. Okay. So they requested CCTV from the bank marriage... Bank marriage? <laughs> the bank manager... At either Humble or Shepherd, I mm. couldn't find which ATM it was, okay. but one of those two. Sure. And the bank manager refused to go and look at the CCTV. What? They refused to send anyone else to what? go and get the CCTV because it was in the evening. They just told them, the FBI... Who has the balls? They'll just have to wait until the morning when the bank opens. Who has the audacity and yeah. the lack of humanity to just turn around and say to the FBI... Yeah. On a kidnapping, possibly murder investigation. Yep. No, I don't feel like going out and getting that for it's you It's a bit tonight. late. You can have it in the morning, like hours later. The FBI were like literally to her, like I read, they were just like, this is for an 18-year-old missing girl. Yeah. That time is of the essence to find. We are one step behind the person. shit. And they still refused. Could they not be arrested for like obstructing the course of justice or I something? I don't know, but... Like, what kind of hell yeah which kind of like how can you lack that much compassion yeah if someone did that to me i'd be like yeah can i break the speed limit to get down there is that good with you i can do like (laughs) i will do anything yeah like oh my god i hope that she rots in hell uh, no she's just like what a piece of shit person like how can you live with yourself Mm. Oh, I bet they live with themselves because they're just like, well, it wouldn't have made a difference now anyway. True, yeah. They have that smug, kind of, yep. oh, well, it didn't matter. Exactly. And carried on being just like that the rest of their lives. Yep. So, 
Despite that... Never people like that who get kidnapped. Exactly. <laughs> like, not that I'm saying anyone deserves to be, but some... You know, it Maybe if the less pleasant people could be instead of if someone has to be. If you had to have someone, yeah. why does it have to be the good people? Yeah. <laughs> so the FBI did eventually get the footage, um, and it didn't really show them anything new. Mm. Um, it showed the suspect wearing white trainers, a ski mask, bulky hoodies, um, whenever he stopped yeah. at the ATM, ATMs to make a withdrawal. He's in a new wardrobe. Today. He really does. <laughs> yeah, a bit boring. They're the same clothes. That's kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in Texas. He oh, sweat. yeah. And he's from Alaska. Yeah. And he's got it's a, a hoodie yeah. in Texas. Um, <laughs> so they also got the footage back from the bank in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Now, this one actually showed something useful. It showed that they had the, there was a white... Instead of the white Chevrolet the keys had been driving, yeah. it showed instead a white Ford Focus. Oh. So a different vehicle okay. now. So police in the area were told to be, they put like a what they called like APBs or whatever. Oh like yeah, be on the lookouts for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, I don't know what it stands for. No, but yeah, I'm yeah. sure that's what it, it is. It is an APB. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> but so they put out like a be on the lookout for a white Ford Focus driven by a white man. So on the 13th of March, mm-hmm. a police officer. Officer, <laughs> are you all right today? I'm not. I know you. Went I went to the, to the dentist, yeah. like, but I'm guessing I'm they on didn't... some antibiotics. Yeah, but it's not like they injected your mouth or anything. Wow, like... <laughs> I'm sorry, people. Officer, like... <laughs> oh. I mean, you have definitely got like dyslexia, so <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, a police officer in Lufkin, Texas. See, I'm getting. <laughs> Officer and Lufkin mixed up. Um, they spotted a white Ford Focus in front of a Quality Inn, which I'm guessing is like our premier inn. Yeah. Like, it sounds very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and they noticed a white male putting items in the car and getting ready to leave. Uh-huh. So, obviously, they knew about this be on the lookout alert yeah. and that it the suspect matched sort of what they'd been told to look out for as well. So the officer phoned it into the station and they told him to tail the car and Ooh. pull it over the first chance he gets. Mm-hmm. So he tailed them for like a few minutes and that. And the Ford Focus then broke the speed limit by a couple of miles an hour. So the police officer just like pulls him over that point. It's like, if you are a criminal, other ones do this. Like Bundy got pulled over because yeah. of his car. Like literally drive that thing fucking impeccably. Like don't, it's great that you're getting caught. But like... Mm-hmm. God, Surely yeah, you why would, would be. you take the risk? I yeah. know. Like, you'd think they would be like the model citizen. You would. But no, he, a couple of miles over, so they pulled him over. <laughs> um, the officer asked for the driver's license, and on the driver's license, he saw that it said that they were from Alaska. Uh huh. And that they were living in Anchorage. Ooh. Now, this man was obviously called Israel Keys. Ah. So, what a surprise. At this point, obviously, the police have no idea who they've pulled over at all, beyond mm. the fact that they matched the suspect from Samantha's disappearance. Oh my God. Um, he also noted, the police officer did, that Keyes had a knife in his front pocket. Oh, okay. And God, this officer, after like everything comes out, must have just felt like terrified at the thought that I was like, oh yeah, I was just stood He there would have been debating him. killing him. Yeah. So at this point, Keyes asks police... Why, why have I been stopped? Moi? Me? Little what, me? What could I have possibly done? <laughs> um, they mention that they're investigating a kidnapping from Alaska. Ooh. Like, hearing there's keys 
changes and um keys just starts you know how people just like get nervous and they start rambling yeah so he's like the best thing sometimes to do when you're trying to like get someone to incriminate themselves is just let Let them them talk talk. yeah so keys does that he starts just telling the officer about how he's in the area for his sister's wedding he'd flown from anchorage to las vegas and then driven to lufkin okay like that that since i've literally got here this is insane <laughs> it's a thousand miles okay a 16 hour non-strike non-stop drive from las vegas to lufkin right why the fuck wouldn't you just fly to like that's not gonna be the closest airport no like what um later because keys did actually go to his sister's wedding uh, oh his sister was actually having a wedding yeah it's what he did it comes out later but he would actually go and m- take the opportunity of being in a different state and stuff and mix it with seeing friends or seeing family and having these excuses and such a tight timeline but he would then fit his crimes in among it wow so he did actually go to his sister's wedding that was true um god his poor bloody sister yeah um he had he's one of ten as well wow yeah big family was he a middle child <laughs> no he was second oldest wow. but his family were like ultra religious ah but um the Ooh. pastor at his sister's wedding like he <laughs> sorry this is the way you said that like this makes me think of pasta oh <laughs> the pastor that's how i'd say it the pastor the pastor at his sister's wedding um he recalls at that wedding saying to keys um about him being an atheist and just like or oh, what are you okay, doing so you, i like... worry for your soul and all this sort of mm. stuff keys responded to the pastor pastor that you don't know the depths of darkness i've gone to you don't know what i've done wow like he's probably starting to unravel okay. at this point if someone said that to me i would just be like okay just gonna i just need to go with the loo now yeah just uh, gonna step away and then <laughs> never like, see run. you again yeah yeah what the but yeah he's behaving so erratic and so unlike how he'd been mm. before this is not how you'd expect somebody who has killed multiple times to act no so after sort of pulling him over and him saying mm-hmm. that he'd driven from las vegas to lufkin that absolutely <laughs> yeah. insane man just wanted to see the sights yep you know <laughs> drive through more the relaxed desert than drive... or whatever like... so anyway uh FBI Special Agent Deb Ganaway, she turned up um, t- and took over the handling of, like, keys and the stopping of him and okay. talking to him at the roadside. Yeah. Poor woman. Yeah. <clears throat> so she asked him, considering how far he just said he'd driven, that mm-hmm. thousand miles. Thousand miles, yeah. That he'd done. Um, did he stop on the way out at all? To which he replied, no. Like, Not even what to, you... like, fill up with petrol or like well, go gas. to the toilet actually i suppose some people look i suppose it depends on whether he's meaning like he never stopped at all mm. or like didn't stop anywhere specifically yeah. so i guess you could just stop i at think the side he's of meaning the stop at all because jesus ganaway uh said that well isn't that a bit unlikely yeah you... what about for fuel like keys okay said. yeah <laughs> um keys responded that oh, i guess i must have done well, yeah, you're not going to have a thousand miles <laughs> no. in your fucking car. How big is the like exactly. the petrol tank? So then Ganaway asked him, well, okay, so how did you pay for your fuel? Mm-hmm. He said, guess with cash. 
He guessed. With he guessed cash. with cash. He you doesn't remember. remember stopping for fuel. He doesn't remember Hang on, how he paid for it. A thousand miles. I mean, yeah. even if we're thinking it's not as expensive as it is right now. Yeah. Which is like nearly two pounds. It's eye watering. Yeah. If we go for like this is twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. Like one pound five pence. Let's go like low balling yeah. it. One pound ten. But then a it's thousand America, miles. A thou- you're not going to have like several hundred dollars cash on you I, that you just forgot that you paid well, for I can with. go 400 miles on my 60 pound tank of okay. fuel so it would so probably be, be a couple of hundred yeah max. maybe less because in America fuel's cheaper yeah. isn't it so say like maybe 150 dollars yeah. you'd still know if you had that on you and then yeah, didn't anymore exactly <laughs> so Keys again, he started talking to make himself sound more believable. Ah, which did the exact opposite. It really did. <laughs> he tells Ganaway that he brought his 10 year old daughter down with him, and she's with his brother in a town called Wells, which is does... still in Texas and a 20 minute drive away. Does he have a 10 year old daughter? He does. Oh, okay. Because I was going to yeah. say, that's a fucking ridiculous lie if you don't even have a kid. No, he but does. He... Oh yeah. my god, that poor child. Yeah. Oh, I bet their life has been all sorts of fucked up, like, introspection. Poor kid. I don't know. He seems to really have adored his daughter. Yeah, but you'd just be like, my you father was Israel Keys. Yeah, that's true. And all I'd be thinking is, like, what if I one day just go nuts or... Yeah, I'd be so worried about following in their yeah. footsteps, I guess. Jesus. And just, like, everybody else's reaction. And it's like, oh, like, a boyfriend. Oh, I haven't ever met your dad. Well, <laughs> I was hoping this would never come up. Yeah. But you won't. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. So oh. nice. Poor, so, okay, so poor daughter. Says his, he had his daughter with him now all of a sudden. Yeah. Who also never needed to stop for the toilet. Yeah. or. And she's now 20 minutes away in a town okay. called Wells. Right. So... At this point, Ganaway decides to search Keyes' car because in Texas, they've got um, the, a law that if law enforcement suspect a vehicle has been used in a crime, mm-hmm. they're actually allowed to search for oh. it without like a warrant or anything. Ooh, that's a good law. Yeah. In this case, anyway. Exactly. Which can be misused. But... But, but for this, like, it's really good. Mm. So they searched it and they found in the car among like lots of other stuff this mm-hmm. is the condensed version of what's a bit like iffy. the useful version yeah because yeah. um yeah there we was don't a, need to know if he's lots. got like a packet of chewing gum or like exactly. a discarded drink cup or something so there's highlighted maps of areas of america right rolls of cash in rubber bands but he doesn't know if he paid with cash no i'd assume so if you've got rolls of yeah. it in your car rolls of it yeah like, Okay. A grey hoodie, masks and gloves. Oh, that sounds familiar. I will say some of the rolls of cash had, you know, if you like steal them, there's sometimes there's that like, exploding oh, dye. Oh, blue, like it's, powder. Yeah. yeah, it's pink in this case. Oh, pink, but yeah, okay. it's got like that pink exploding powder on some of it. Ah. A gun. Right. I mean, I guess it's America. It's, like, it's fairly a ski standard. mask ah, in Texas. That also sounds slightly you, different. I don't well, think yeah. you're going to be skiing <laughs> in Texas. Go skiing in the in the sand or dirt or whatever <laughs> um a mobile phone in pieces okay because you just you know sometimes when you're driving a thousand miles you decide to smash up a yeah. phone a mobile phone that turned out to be samantha's in pieces oh wow okay um, so wow then his wallet which contained samantha's driving license oh. and her debit card with the pin scratched into it huh so at this point 
Keyes was arrested for the illegal use of Samantha's debit card because that is something that they can get him on and arrest him for Could straight you not there and then. Arrest him there and then for suspecting that he's been involved in kidnapping her. But they've arrested him for the credit card because then, oh, then if they then released it. him, then they can rearrest oh, him later. Because of the stupid fucking um, yeah. Ste- um you can only arrest jeopardy. them yeah, yeah. once for each thing. So yeah, and which that... seems not like that seems absolutely ludicrous to me. That even if you've got solid 100% evidence that someone's done something you can't rearrest them well they can if they've been found not guilty they can then come out later and say actually I did it and you can't arrest them for it really yeah it's um you know um AJ Simpson obviously like he has now written a book that is from the perspective of if I had done it (laughs) what yeah, but because he's already been tried and everything like that, they, they, can't, they can't arrest, arrest him, him for it now. Even though it's just, this is me setting out my uh How it would have crime. gone down if, like, I had actually done it. Wow. Yeah. That's some, like, that's some balls right there. I know, right? right? Jesus Christ. That's insane. Yeah. So I've never actually, I don't know anything about the O.J. Simpson case. Oh, uh, we'll have to interested. do that one time. Yeah. If the glove fits, you must acquit. Or if the glove does not fit, you must acquit. Yeah. Acquit's huh. where you die, they're, they're not guilty, isn't yeah. it? So yes, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. Huh. And like, he holds his hand, like he flexes his fingers and that when he's trying to put it on. So of course it's not going to go on over yeah. it. Such a twat. See, I know that in Van Wilder, if you've ever seen that <laughs> no. film, it's got Ryan Reynolds in it from oh, quite a while ago. That. It's where like he's in college. Um, and there's a bit where he's being got off something um and there is a bit where they're like if the glove fits you're full of shit like try and put a glove on Uh or something now that makes sense now it makes sense yeah (laughs) yeah, you learn something every day yeah Uh, but that is the end of part one it's definitely going to be a three-parter i think yeah that was a a roller coaster (laughs) that was a lot of feelings yeah a lot of emotions it gets worse no. Oh, it really does. It can't get worse. It gets so much worse. Oh, I, I, I like don't literally want put it that to. out there now. It's, no. We've heard nothing well, yet. I hope you will enjoy the next month. I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I will see you next week then. Yeah. Have fun. Oh, bye. bye.